Sony. Hello, Canada. Today's date is May 6th, 2022. This is Tony in Saskatchewan, and this is another Canadian common sense rant. Well, last night was the first, I guess they say it's an unofficial debate for the Conservative Party of Canada leadership. The only reason they say it's unofficial, of course, is just because it was done at the Canada Strong and Free Network, which used to be called the Manning Centre, by the way, the Manning Centre for Democracy, I think it was. But whatever, the Canada Strong and Free Network, it is just not a mainstream media debate, therefore it can't possibly count as an official debate. Whatever, gets stuffed mainstream media. So anyway, this first debate at the Canada Strong and Free Network was, well, I guess it depends on who you who you listen to as far as how the debate went. I mean, I didn't catch the whole thing. I caught about the last one-third to one-half of it. Uh, I was listening to, the, to True North's coverage on Facebook Live, and they just actually played the debate. They didn't bother putting their spin on it, which I really appreciated, because watching CTV power play, boy, did they put a spin on it. Even with a token conservative on the panel who said, oh, the only winner here was Patrick Brown because he wasn't in, involved. Well, A, that's not helpful, and B, that's not true. Now, she was upset, and of course all the panelists were, because the con contestants were, to, well, to put it in Scott Hitchens' words, yelling and screaming at each other, but the contestants were combative with each other, and they were confrontational, and they were going after each other. And I thought, at your age, ma'am, have you never seen a debate? An actual debate? I mean... What did she expect? Did she expect that everybody was going to stand around a campfire, circle around holding hands? Kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya. I mean, give me a break. Of course they're going to go after each other. It's a debate. And not only is it a debate, it is a debate at the conservative heartland of the Canada Strong and Free Network. This is the place that churns out conservative thinkers. It is a conservative think tank. It's full of conservative people, many of whom are members of the Conservative Party of Canada. You know, those people who they are trying to convince to vote for them. So of course they're going to go after each other because they want to convince everybody watching and everybody watching on TV and on the internet that this is the person who should be leading the Conservative Party of Canada. They know they're reaching tens if not hundreds of thousands of Conservative Party members by doing this national broadcast. So of course they're not going to be all hugs and rainbows. Of course they're going to go after each other. Now, i got to give, well, most of them credit. They, they stayed on message. They made their points. They said what they needed to say. And the mainstream media, of course, was dissing them for it because, oh, this is a divided conservative party and nothing has changed after this, this debate. Well, no, of course not. Because you've got all your different camps supporting different leadership candidates. This is how a democratic nomination race actually goes. 
Now, I get that our folks in the mainstream media don't get that because Liberal Party leaderships are just a coronation. NDP party leaderships are little better. They tend not to have very many candidates and they tend to spew the same talking points. So it's just a matter of which one you, you like on a personal level better. And I've seen leadership campaigns like that in you know, more centrist slash conservative minded parties too. They are boring as hell. Think about the 2017 Conservative Party leadership campaign when there was, I think, 14 on the final ballot. And many of them saying a lot of the same things because, well, you're appealing to the same people. So I think this is fantastic that we've got six candidates with different ideas and five of them who showed up last night. And, of course, if I was going to pick a winner, I don't know that I could. I could say that Pierre Poiliev stayed on message, and that's very important. He maintained his message. He maintained saying the same things he's been saying at his rallies, and so does Jean Charest, although I cannot say that Jean Charest's gatherings are really rallies when there's really only, you know, maybe eight to a dozen old white people at his rallies. Yes, I said the old white people on purpose because it's such a big deal when there's white people at Pierre Poiliev rallies. So, um, yeah, I think that Jean Charest and Pierre Poiliev both stayed on message quite well. They went after each other more so than anybody else, and I understand that too because Jean Charest is the liberal darling. He is the mainstream media's preferred choice candidate. Leslie Lewis also stayed on her message, and she uh, she did well. I mean, she seemed to get rattled a couple times where she kind of went off message and went a little personal. And it was funny that Leslie Lewis attacked Pierre Poiliev for not supporting the Freedom Convoy early on, and Jean Charest attacked Pierre Poiliev for supporting the convoy at all. And then I realized that Pierre Poiliev actually was there right at the beginning when as the the truck drivers rolled into Ottawa, handed out coffee and visiting with the truck drivers. So I'm not sure how Leslie Lewis figures he wasn't there early on. But uh, I'll give her credit because she was in Ottawa too, actually talking to real people like Pierre Poliev was. So Scott Aitchison had come up and made the point that, well, we, you know, we can't keep bickering at each other. This is not showing Canada we're a united party. Well, you'll unite once you have a leader, that's how it goes. That's how it always goes. So I want to see them bickering at each other. I actually wanted Jean Charest to answer a damn question when Pierre Poilier went after him. Easy question. How much money did you make from Huawei? He wouldn't answer, of course. And, and honestly, Pierre Poilier was just badgering him the same way he badgers people in the House of Commons. How much? Simple question. How much? Okay, just tell me, how much? And Jean Charest, of course, wouldn't answer. And as much as some people might get tired of the same old talking points, I think it's actually really great that all of our candidates stayed on their message and made their appeals and didn't try to flip-flop like the leader that they are replacing. So I say if there was any clear winner last night, well... It's all of them, because they actually all stayed true to their visions. So, the way I look at it, keep it up, folks. And I can't wait to see the first, quote-unquote, official debate next weekend. May Next week, I should say, May 11th in Edmonton. And uh, 
don't know which mainstream media outlets will be carrying that, but there certainly will be ways to find that online. And we'll perhaps uh, post that on our Facebook page where you can find that debate when we get some more information on it. I know from the Conservative Party, I did get a link, so I will make certain I make that available to all of you so you can watch that debate. All right, Canada, thanks for joining me, and fight on Conservatives.